I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 499 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenny. We're back. You're Glenny. Yeah. Introdu- is that the first time you introduced yourself as Glenny? No. Pay attention. I mean, I, uh, no. No, I refuse. I will not. I have not. And I shall not. Our esteemed listenership <laughs> deserves your attention. Oh, look, they probably do, but you know, you don't always get what you deserve. You can't always get no. what you want. It's a fucking cruel, hard you, world. You've been the and, host of this show for 14 years. People do not get what they deserve. <laughs> and uh, and look, you well, know, if it, was a, if it was a perfect world, the Tigers would be getting the spoon every year, or in your, you know, from your perspective, the Premiership every year. It's not a perfect world, mate. Um, I'll tell you what, though. You know, what, you know what I love? Entering, I, I, want your, I want your introductions to become more and more intricate. All season, Glenny. Why have I got to put more in, and you just well, putting the same, titles on like same then, piece of shit you've been for years? But then no, but then right, like so, just get them so good that by the end of it, like you you just see dropping verses every week. Like, <laughs> don't be shocked if I lock you in my car. I'm still I'm still Glenny from T Bar. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know if I got that in me. <laughs> appreciate, yeah, the thing I is, appreciate the, the thing sense is, of it, but just incrementally, you just build it up week on week, and then by it. the end, it's fucking amazing. Then you just only adding just a little bit every time. That's it. I think it's a great idea. That's a great little project for you, Lenny. Yeah, fuck your projects. Anyway, we're entering the we we have entered the uh, the happiest the happiest time of the year, and by that I mean, of course, Pedro Pascal season. As we hit the convergence of The Last of Us and The Mandalorian on TV at the same on the same week, so um, but also 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 the yeah the footy starts up again I guess oh, ready for um, Dink, Dinklage, <laughs> Davidson and Gabriel three peats ready for three peats yeah I'm sick of this yeah, shit already yeah yeah it's fucking Tyson. <laughs> Shall we just stop yep. recording? Uh, it's, been, it's been great, guys. Cease. Look, I mean, honestly, it's like, what have you done? What have you done lately? And and yeah, we're, on that front, we've got the the the, the preseason world champion, Monty Manly Seabs Eagles, after the Panthers fucking choked away a fifty point win against the fucking <laughs> against the, the the fucking bastions of Super League. Yeah, it's what happens. It, it's what happens when you don't unfortunately have the, the greatest fullback in the league, Dylan Edwards. You, you tend to lose. You know, big loss. He's a big out. Any one of his caliber, any one of his caliber. So goat status confirmed for Dill. Yes, unlikely. And uh, and and uh, I tell you, uh, Luai and and the rest of them are getting a serious fucking run from their money from Cleary now too. With his fucking <laughs> kicks a <of> conversion. <laughs> 
to tie the game up towards the end of regulation. They sort of does the little the little fucking thing that like you know I, I just did a good kick, so I'm going to treat myself to some heroin on the way home. Oh, and uh, the man's out there bringing awareness to the fucking drug pandemic. I'll tell you what. At least the the, the best thing was I'm glad the ink was dry. Yeah, you know, from a Penrith perspective, I'm glad the ink the ink was dry on fucking Crichton's deal to go to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I think he'll be glad too. Because I think he would have cost himself about one hundred fifty grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> the way he come out. Um, now the way we're going to do this this evening is uh, we're going to get into the games, and then as we uh, go through the games, the various combatants in said games will uh, go through there. You know anything you want to talk about in regards to their off season or you know comings or goings or whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess we start with the dragons who are playing the buy in the first week, <laughs> and. Uh, Look, these these signs of disrespect aren't accidental. With the dragons getting the buy in round one, and fast forward ahead until like round ten when magic round happens, and the the knights are the ones that aren't getting to go up and appear in magic round. Uh, not accidental, I don't think. Not at all. Um, so the dragons, what a shame they didn't that they don't have a game because holy fuck, they had an absolute world all timer for off seasons. You had fucking Talatawamoni chasing the guy up on the roof with a fucking hammer. Yeah. yeah. You had murderous Frank Molo fucking shifting to more crimes, trying to rack up charges like they're fucking Pokemon, catch them all. And um, they had fights with players. They had multiple, multiple scuffles at training at different times with different pairs of players. Yep. We, people liked them for the spoon last year and they did, they actually punched above their weight. And um, and looked good at times, and you know, finished out. You know, obviously out of the running, well out of the running, but far above the spoon though. At the same time, this time, dare we dare we say that they're a contender this year again? A spoon contender, fucking one thousand percent. Well, yeah, I mean, look at the dragon. I mean, their players, their comings and goings, they're pretty much shuffling the deck chairs, though. I mean, yeah. like, they got in the, 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 the illustrious players like uh, like Lids, like your mate Lids and Musgrove, <laughs> Glenny. Um, ben Murdoch Masilla, who I'm frankly surprised he's still playing. Um, Paul Turner from the Gold Coast. Uh, and losing also such immense talents as Daniel Alvaro, Tarek Sims, Josh McGuire, Jackson Ford, Jet Ski, um, George Burgess, and Andrew McCulloch retired. I mean, that's like an absolute fucking roll call for washed cunts in and out. Yeah. Right? It's uh, it's an ordinary roster all round. And you would think with those players going that it would improve the roster, <laughs> but it's still fucking ordinary. Um, I think Little will go okay, but only because... He's there to uh, replace McCulloch, so any, any ways up yeah. um, from there, if he can stay healthy. He's got yeah. 20 years on the legs. If he can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, Little's had that many injuries. He's probably got the legs of of an Andrew McCulloch. We, we, we may find that out this season, but um, I wasn't surprised to hear that uh, Musgrove was involved in the uh, the off, off-season shenanigans. Yep. Doesn't surprise me at all. He did keep his nose reasonably clean at the Tigers, but he's he's, he's got it in his game. So, yeah. um, look, I fucking long. I long for a dragon spoon because fuck the dragons and fuck their fan base. 
Um, I just that's that's all there is to say. Fuck the dragons. I think they're 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 one of they're one of the contenders though. I think at this stage, obviously, it's tough to say how teams are going to come out, but I think that you'd have to put them down as one of the early. There's a few. There's early a few. Contenders. There's a gaggle. Not, not favourites, but a early gaggle contenders. Of, of teams that'll be fighting it out for the spoon. And anyone that knows so anything about first... rugby league will know that the Tigers not amongst that gaggle. Well, all right, you'll get you'll get your chance. You get your chance to state your case. The Eels take on the Storm. The first match tomorrow night, Thursday night football at uh, Combank Stadium. The Eels side. What do we got here? They're looking fairly. The, the Eels have come. They've come through the off season, with the exception of the ill-advised taking the suspension instead of the cheap, fine from, from Ryan Madison, which I bet, which 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 he did try. Which he did try to to backpedal on once that there was a a, a multiple week injury to Sean Lane. Um, but they sort of said, no, you've got to fucking sit in the situation you created. And um, so other than that, they, they, they kind of, you know, they got through the, the, the preseason okay. Um, their side on this occasion, though, um, you know, it looks, it looks you know, fa- fairly solid. You've got their um, spine in place with the new nine, Josh Hodgson. And they're taking on the Storm side, who, uh, as we learned over the off-season, Pappy is uh, not nearly ready to come back. So Nick Meany remains the fullback there at this stage. Um, and otherwise, you know, the key players are, the key players are in, are in place, but their back line, it's not looking as ominous Jeez, as, it, as it has in, in years gone by. There's some plotters. William Warbrick, Remus Smith. Yeah, Warbrick oh, well, had a good preseason. Yeah, did yeah. you watch preseason yeah. games though? The Tigers yeah, had a good preseason. preseason. Remember that time they got a standing ovation? I, I, How'd that work? <laughs> yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was that was like the year point is, last was good preseasons I mean, like, mean fuck that's all. Going way back in the archives. <laughs> you were going to say something for your cut off yeah. there? Oh, um, it, everyone yeah. healthy. This is a fucking great first round clash. You know, Melbourne would obviously be smarting from the the way they went out last year, and Parramatta obviously smarting from their absolute fucking embarrassment of a grand final they played in. Uh, but <clears throat> I, th- I think for them, the real key, like Reed Marnie's a big loss. Yep. You know, he did very well and was probably undersung in terms of linking their six and seven. These days, more and more times, you see the six and seven drifting to the same side of the field to combine with each other. Brown and Moses just didn't fucking do that at all. So. And the Eels are going to struggle to win penalties without Marnie fucking flapping his wings from dummy half after every single played ball. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the the world's biggest fucking fake natty at hooker. We'll see how he goes. Um. I wonder how many fucking bulls had their scrotum sacrificed to to pump <laughs> juice into him this week. How do you reckon Harry but, Grant? Like he's he's going to have to play eighty minutes now with no cheese. I I think 
I think he's. I think he'll it's be all right. Sweet he's he's and, ready. He's ready for it. And remember, a lot as, of the time, as good as I think Brandon Smith will yeah. be for the Roosters, and we'll get to them. I just, I just think the Storm won't actually miss him that much. Well, you got to remember as well that the Storm were using him when they were doing making the changes. There was a lot of time where they yeah. where they would use Brandon Smith just as a back rower. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like it was this like one-two punch where you know they were just they were sharing the nine and and, and you know taking breathers and and and, cha- you know, and and just changing over. I mean, so I mean Harry Grant, even when when Cheese was on the field, I mean a lot of the time he was playing the nine yeah. role anyway. So I, I think he'll be fine. Although it what remains to be seen, and this I think will be a, a massive story. Bellamy's obviously come out and said it's his last year, so he's finally confirmed that he's going at the end of the season. What that does for the Melbourne Storm, does it galvanise them to send him out a winner? Or is he too far past peak, I will fucking scream and eat your children if you do one thing wrong, Bellamy, and too much now into this fucking zen, let's everybody be calm and friends, Bellamy, that he can't can't get them out of his players anymore? He's going to be... Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, he's he's going to be the same. He's going to be the... I mean, the guy—you know—the guy's a professional. I still think he's in control or anything like that. He's, he's going to do, right? do what he so does. Whatever he's in control, he can ruin careers or lives as he sees fit. And and I don't think he'll. <laughs> I still don't think he'll. Genetic lineages. Whilst he's in that seat. So. <clears throat> yeah, but think back to last year. You remember there were those games where Melbourne looked a little bit rudderless, and it was cheese that would come on and really get them back on the front foot. Like, I can think of two or three games where they were they were just, like, I guess, treading water. And it took him to come on and score some points or set somebody up to really galvanise that squad. So, a lot of those times, though, as well, though, I mean, they you know, they went through a, a period of time where they didn't have, you know, Hughes and Munster correct. on the same, That's it. You know, at the same time on the field, you know. So, yeah, I don't... I don't have a lot of... Uh, Put a lot into that. I'm, I'm, I'm tipping I'm, Melbourne. I'm tipping, Melbourne tipping Melbourne to finish fifth this year and Parrot to finish ninth. Yep. Ninth. Doing ladder predictions, Glenny. Um, you know, ladder yeah, predictions. I think Parrot. I hell. think Parrot are going to have a slide. Fucking hell! Someone, someone, write this down. Uh, the Moses thing based on Brad Arthur. What aspect is a peaks and troughs kind of coach? I, I think Parrot is going to have a slide, and Arthur. Maybe lucky to hang on to his job. Yeah, <laughs> we can only hope. But but you know then that you know the, when they get rid of Arthur, Trip it brings Barrett. them it brings them closer to <laughs> premiership success yeah. and breaking them breaking um, the enjoyable yeah, ground. Yeah, that's so, it. So we have mentioned so, you know, yeah. Reed Marnie. I think that's a massive loss for them, and yeah, I. Huge. I think they're they're one of the teams that to have a bigger slide this season. Yep. yep. Okay. The uh, early Friday game, the Warriors take on the Newcastle Knights. Now the uh, Warriors side they had a, a fair bit of uh, players coming and going across the off season. Let me just scroll down and find where I've got that list. There we go. So they welcome in. Um, Murata Nukore, Luke Metcalf, Dylan Walker from Manly, Mitch Barnett, Charles Nickel Cluckstar, Tamari Martin, Jackson Ford, and Braden Willie Army 
coming back from France. So, um, Jesus. And, and uh, they'd offset the losses of uh, Cody Nicarima, who went to South during the season last year. Matt Lodge uh, to Roosters, the same deal. Um, Jesse Arthurs go back, goes back to Brisbane after the loan. Ewan Aitken, Reese Walsh, uh, Eliasa Katoa, Aaron Penne, Jack Murchie, Ben Murdoch Masilla. And then a ton of releases from like, such as Dejan Arcee, uh, Channel Harris Devita, Dynamis Louie, and more. And then Ash Taylor was retired early on in the piece. Surely did last season. Pokey player, right? And, where, uh, and, and, and where's, where's his where's his favourite horn? Have that information. You're all over it, are you? <laughs> there has to be, oh, doesn't what, The Railway Hotel. Is there a Railway Hotel? Is a Railway Hotel there's everywhere, isn't a, it? There's got to be a commercial. <laughs> yeah. Or the Queen's Arms. <laughs> Yeah, commercial, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a spotted cow. Either way, yeah. like a spotted cow but or something. I just feel like there. the railway or the commercial, not that I know, yeah, I'm a part of this uh, yeah. <laughs> circle in Toowoomba, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's where the clan rallies would happen at one of those. Right. Right. So the Newcastle Knights, they, of course, are quite a new look, a new look side where it counts, really, uh, bringing in your mate Jackson Hastings to play halfback. Um, Lockie Miller comes in from the Sharks to play fullback and uh, resulting in Caelan Ponga moving to the six again to try his luck in the halves, which he did, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. For about the first couple of rounds, he was the first five or six rounds, I think he had to go. And then people realised he couldn't tackle and he went back to fullback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, Short-term memory. What do, what do they do with poor Lockie great. Miller? The rugby sevens guy. How's he going to go? He's fucking hell. Be some fair old tackling practice between those two at night's training. Yeah, fucking earth. Yeah. So what do you make of uh, their prospects and this game? I think game? Jackson Hastings is, is a good signing. Neither of them had a... F- still, still sad to see him go, if I'm honest, but... Uh, as the illustrious, uh, so tell so tell me how can how can Cal, how, how can Callum Ponga fly? That's and regardless of what role, Jackson Hastings does, I think if 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 if, if Jacko Hastings is uh, touching the ball 120 <laughs> times a game, Callum um, Ponga is not a six. So regardless of what Jackson Hastings does, I don't think Callum Ponga is going to fly, as you put it, in the six. Um, whilst I was lunching with Hollywood Elite. <laughs> Uh, over Christmas, um, the man with the mobile rubbish dump, the great man, Samuel Haywood, had some interesting things to say about Jackson Hastings and probably started to change my opinion on how devastated I was that he'd left the Tigers um, in that there has to be a reason that I let him go and it, there has to be more to it than just his performances on the field. Um, and he's got form... Hang on a second. Like, hang like, hang much, on a much, second. Much, hang much on. Much as doctors found a reason to invent chemotherapy, is that what you're saying? Hang on. So, so, so yeah. Okay. He, so he there has to be detail, a reason. But it, like, much like when you're talking, right. he sort of, I sort of trailed well, off well, my attention be, span. There has to be a reason um, for but everything. But it made some sense. Now, have you, uh, Glenny? Have, have you oh, heard? Fuck. Here we go. Welcome to Jaysplain. That the simplest explanation for something. No, the simplest explanation, something. Don't celebrate ignorance, you dumb cunt. Still Jay's planning. The simplest explanation for something, 
is usually the right one, right? So, yeah, there has to be a reason they let him go. That is because the Tigers are a fucking <laughs> dumpster fire of a club and let go the most what loyal half they about have ignorance? to keep the guy that fucking gave an ultimatum to the coach and said, if you don't play me where I want to play, play me you in Regis. You keep to that, mate. That's what happened. Anyway, we're talking but about the Knights. The, that's the reason. About the Knights. That's the reason. Can't keep up. Uh, I feel like the Warriors are going to uh, no, going to win this game. You're... They're at home. I think um, they'll be pumped in front of their home crowd. They've made some good signings. Does Sean Johnson come back to to some reasonable form? Um, he 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 fell off a fucking cliff last year. Tamari Martin, I, I think like that's a, a good solid sign, signing for the Warriors. CNK at the back is uh, is also Sorry, solid. Massive. So I think the Warriors at home will beat the Knights. And uh, I have I have the Knights finishing. Agreed. While trial while, while trial form is and everything, the Knights had an extremely fucking unhappy mm. trial period. Um. Yeah, and the the Warriors weren't. weren't we do have these two teams uh, being fairly closely matched over the course of the season. Warriors, I've got for thirteenth. Warriors, uh, sorry, and the Knights fourteenth. Right, so that means you put the Knights as one of the teams uh, dancing with the Dragons, potentially for the wind spoon. Last, you must. Where do you have the Dragons on the? Where do you have them on your list? Last, where they belong. Last, okay, cool. All right. I think we're unanimous again on that one too because I've got the Warriors as well for that game. Um, Late game on Friday, the Panthers take on the Broncos uh, at Blue Bet Stadium in Penrith. The uh, Panthers side looking at what? That's about as close to full strength as they are. Yeah, you'd say so. Yeah, and uh, the the, the Sonny Luke era is sort of beginning. I mean, Mitch Kenny, he's not that guy. (laughs) That's one thing that the World Club Challenge showed us. Uh, yeah, no, he's but not. He 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 ain't, he ain't the guy. He still retained the nine jersey though to start in this game. It's only a matter of time. Um, he's just yep. keeping the seat warm. And the Broncos. Tyrone Peachy to slip that number nine on his back and relive old past glories. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking delightful. Jesus. The the, the, <laughs> the title of this episode is just celebrating ignorance. It is. It is. It is funny though. Like when you look at the the Panthers off season, um, in terms of uh, the comings and goings with player, the, I'm just I'm going to be very selective here, obviously, <laughs> because it supports my argument. But losing the likes of Appy, <laughs> Kickow, <laughs> Sean O'Sullivan, let's stick with those guys, and replacing them with the likes hey, of Tyrone Peachy, hang on a sec. Jack Cogger, yeah, <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, fucking golden you, you, balls. You're gonna say what now? Golden balls playing in the West. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. Son of golden balls played. You, you mean pre- premiership winning? Listen, water boy. Jack I reckon Cogger. Jack Coggan can do what Nathan Cleary couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put ice in his veins for real, or. <laughs> <laughs> Plotters, and um, but they, I tell you, have they brought have they brought some into they they've uh, they, they are the uh, in the game of musical chairs they were the they were the first ones to to find out they didn't have a chair and Marty Tapao came up 
and oh, uh, no. joined them. So the Broncos offloads are going to go up by 300%, <laughs> but they are all going to land Does in the hands of the opposition or on the ground. If, um, if, your, if your offload is intercepted no. or knocked on, pretty sure no, <laughs> that's not a positive statistic. No. Yeah. No, sir, it does not. Um, Broncos, I mean, didn't look incredible in the in the preseason either. Panthers, yeah, they're fine. Obviously. The, the reality is the same as it is for the last fucking two years. They are the team to beat, and everyone wants their scalp. So yeah. they, they will go through this season again with everybody playing their best brand of footy against them. Um, Brisbane will want to come out and get an upset round one, surely. But this is a, it's a younger group than the last one. Like the last time they, you know, when they won their first ring, then came back, they lost, you know, they lost Birdo and and a couple of guys, but. This is the, this is the year they've actually lost some crucial quality. So there's some big changes. Because if they had lost kick out last year. Maybe you wouldn't have thought the same thing, but I mean, he was actually great was. last year. So yeah, losing him this year is is actually a loss for how the. Yep. I mean, because I do feel he contributed in a way that got him there. And, um, and Appy, obviously. And this is going to be well. This this needs to be their new normal. This needs to be their new normal, in terms of if you are going to be the side to beat, if you're going to be there or thereabouts every single season, then you are going to shed players. There might be a couple of years where if you've got a young enough squad, you can get away with one or, you know, one or two or no one of, of really big importance. But other clubs are that fucking redacted that they just think, oh, that player did good for that club and they won the premiership. We will open a big checkbook. They will come here and then we will win premiership too. And if you don't know, I'm just being the you know, <laughs> Bulldogs fucking the Bulldogs. chairman. Um, <laughs> but... You need to accept it. You know, we need to be talking about, you know, just like we do with Melbourne. Name name players that have left Melbourne's system and gone on to be successful. Hmm. There's there's Greg Inglis and there's James Maloney on a technicality. And that's about it. Matt Orford won a premiership after leaving the storm. But he wasn't so. but he was he wasn't great. He did like one good season, then he was busted forevermore. Well, I think and- that. So you're putting Matt Orford up there with Greg Inglis? Well, I'm just saying he had success after leaving the storm. No, I didn't say who had success. Who, who was great after they left? Oh, he was great for a year. He was great for two, actually. Well, you, am I the only one um, you're going to have a crack at? We need to, be, to be that with Penrith. We, we need... Come on now. <laughs> come on, Oxy, come on. <laughs> Look, he's right. He won a premiership. Yeah. And Dally M as well that year. So, I mean, you can't argue. Now, hang on. Um, now we're celebrating fucking ignorance. Luke Brooks was also at fucking... No, he Dalian won the... Team. Didn't Orford win the actual Dalian? No, but that, that whole Ox, fucking Ox, thing's Ox, ignorant. No, Ox, Ox won the whole thing. He won the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. the whole wow. thing's fucking ignorant. <laughs> it should be called the fucking Igniems. The team, the team, the team of the, the team of the year thing is unreal. That's participation trophy. <laughs> I, I think we're probably in a, in a stage now with the, um, the Panthers where, um, like you mentioned about the Storm... That you know their system, I think the Panthers system will prove to be given the junior nursery that they have to draw from, and and the academy, and and all the the pathways programs, and the way that they have set it up, I think it's amazing. It's a testament to the club. Um, so 
and and I may have mentioned, I'm sure I might have said this, Jay, in the in one of the episodes leading up to this, but I think that sort of production line certainly coming out of of Penrith. I think guys like Kikau or you know big fast Polynesian edge back rowers. I think the yep. the prevalence of those type of players through the system is going to be quite high. So I think you I think you replace Kikau okay. Yep. I think outside backs, quick, big centers, great feet, all the rest of it, and wingers. Again, I think that production yep. line is is going to be really strong. And we've mentioned it before. I just don't know yep. that you can just turn the tap on and get another hooker like Appy. And and it'll be interesting to see how Penrith and That's and Clear is Clear is a great coach. He's going to m- make some adjustments for the team to play to what their strengths are right now, not what they were last year yeah. or the year before. So um, I back him to overcome it, but it's, yep. you know, you've also... It, it's still a very simple simple brand of football that they play. They save a lot of their mm. forwards for purely defensive work. And they use those, like you say, those big skillful outside backs to gain territory. Yeah. It, it's not a fucking complex form of football. But what they have to get really good at now, they, they got good at getting the talent. They got, got good at managing the talent. You know, two premierships in a row. Absolutely good, fantastic. But now they have to get good at managing successful talent. So that then means things like, well, fuck, we need to take into consideration what happens if we win a, a ring this year, who's going to be offered more money, mm. and what are we going to have to do to keep them? So while you don't, you don't ever want to, you know, stop people going and, and making. You don't want to pay overs for anybody. So they need to start getting really good at that, as Melbourne was, um, yeah, and and the Roosters to a certain extent of managing that roster to be well. That's fine, but we're not going to lose big mm. chunks at a time. You know, so I, also I, you identify who the expendable pieces are, and you yeah, that's it. What do you know about yeah. Taruva? Yep. Um, but the the other thing. Um. Oh, made it so enough that I'm not unhappy. Gotcha. I, I haven't made it. Well, I haven't. I'm... Gotcha. <laughs> um, mate, again, it, it 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 comes down to like the success of these guys. Very often is in their hands, and the difference between a guy that shows all the potential in the world, but never actually becomes an elite player, and and the guys like the kickouts who come through and all of a sudden they're they're the, the talk of the town and they're on all the TV ads and all the highlight reels. He worked really hard on his handling. So that wasn't ever really a problem for him. And he worked really hard on his discipline because he, he was like to get out of control every now and again. And you'd get that kick out that would give away stupid penalties at the worst possible time. Or um, like in, in, in the grand final um, that we saw, like there were a, a, a couple of near kick out brain snaps that would have cost us the game. Yep. But um, th- that part of a, p- a player's game is a complete unknown until they get into first grade and until they've been in first grade for 10 weeks and they're fucking wrecked mentally and their body's sore than it's ever been before Shit. and they still have to get up and go out and play for 80 minutes. Um, but, yeah, all, all things being equal, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. So Penrith by 50. Anyway, Pan- Panthers win, beat the Broncos by like 32 points. Yeah, I think Penrith. I think Penrith win. I've got Penrith finishing second on the Broncos. year. Broncos finishing twelfth. 
No, so no, just, second just, on you, that uh, means just losing the grand final or second in the minor premiership. Okay, all right. Uh, the just very, very game. quickly, have you predicted yep. um, what's going to make the entire first grade <laughs> squad miss 12 games? Uh, just my opinion, mate. Just my opinion. Hopefully... Nice. Hopefully a massacre. You're entitled to your, you're but, entitled to your you opinion, Glenny. I don't want to wish for too much. <laughs> Hashtag respect round. <laughs> you respect Glenny's opinions, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first game on uh, Saturday. Oh, stop, trying to, stop trying to make that fucking stick. It's not going to happen. The... Oh. No, Glennie. I literally said it to you once, and then I said it to you second time just now. Glenny, we want it to Why? stick. Yeah. We want it to stick. Yep. It's like hyphenating your fucking kid's last name when you're laughing at the divorce. We want it there forever for him to look at. Yep. <laughs> fucking bring it. I accept it. I uh, I accept it with with gratitude. Uh, the universe has provided provide me with a fucking opportunity with which to push my chips in, and I intend to do it. And uh, fuck the haters, I'm all in. <laughs> Amazing what a difference fucking like you know six or six or so months like a single off season makes. Oh, the vibes around nasty. the fucking club are immaculate right now. Um, Ready to be unleashed. <laughs> yeah, young play, young players actually getting, young players getting, young players actually getting a chance and having a voice. And not being held forever behind players, you know, like, like old old players that just get yeah, played because you I know, agree. Cooper Johns at six like is them. a master, and uh, as we saw in the trials as well. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, he's he was he was an injury stroke, but having said that, he was fucking he was actually amazing, <laughs> amazing in those trial games. But the 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 way that players that have stepped up over a single off season, like uh, like Kyle Weeks and there's a number of others, but Gordon Chankum Tong, who's the the hooker in waiting, he was the fucking he was the revelation of the preseason. A little nuggety guy, impossible to tackle because he's two foot tall, and we, you know with speed, with power to bust tackles. It I sounds can't like wait a throwback to, to Jay's hooker. fucking and, um, boring season. They only upgraded the cum tongs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the cum, the 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 cum, the cum dog, the little cum. What am I going to use to clean this up? Oh, and, just um, go and grab the cum tongs. And, and you're just going to see. Has, has, but, has, um, has anyone else nicknamed him Cum Tong Millionaire yet? No, no, that's the first time. We've been we, we've been trying to workshop what we're going what we're going to call him. We had yeah. But um, yeah, Cum Tong Millionaire is a good one. Um, but the thing the the thing is, he's been named in 22 for this game, but he's outside our top 30, so. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on here? How can you name a player that's not in? The, you, you can't have players you in your development squad play until round eleven. So what? Yeah, well, I mean, the Harvard the Harvard education really shone through because what actually happened was Manly obviously was so happy with his performances in the preseason and then and, and his development over over a single off season is that they petitioned the NRL to get a you know, a relaxation or an exemption or whatever, and bring him into the bring him into the thirty straight away. And today they rewarded it. So um, I think we're going to see him sooner rather than later. Probably starting off the bench. Um, Ko weeks in fourteen. Look, it's not my favourite position for him. I guess he's going to play the role of Dylan Walker, except he won't be you know throwing titty, big titty bitch to the to the ground by the hair um, and bashing people at the pizza shop. Hopefully, um, but 
what he did show over the preseason that he's we finally got a genuine fullback there that it's not going to be the end of the world if Tommy gets injured again. But, you know, he's uh, probably never going to get injured ever again, I'd say. Certainly not the hamstrings because he's been over to the master, the, the master man uh, fucking Knowles in, uh, in Boston and the man that fixed fucking uh, Trell, uh, among others. And, um, and I expect that the results there to... Uh, are going to be similar. Like Callum Wilson back in 2018, first game back after working with Noel, scored a hat-trick. Came from nowhere then to represent uh, England in uh, soccer. Uh, Luttrell, he came back from Noel's last year, best player in the comp. So I expect to see a similar season to 2021 where uh, Tommy was the greatest player I can in see the game. him playing the single greatest eight season games and then seen. someone picking and him up with the cum tongs and throwing him to the fucking dumpster where he fucking belongs. We'll fucking we will fucking see. Um, the doggies, miserable preseason. They've spent so much fucking money on a new coach, new fucking everything. They've got the they've created themselves the best and fastest race car money could buy with the <laughs> parts that were available on the market. And then and then they stick fucking then they stick cough Flanagan is the driver. Then I get this thing out of reverse. <laughs> So, <laughs> they're one through four for all the fucking spruiking about the Bulldogs and their fucking recruitment and and their fucking superstars and what's happening next season yeah. and oh we've got another Panthers player how fucking great their one through four is fucking horrible it's barely New South Wales cup worthy yeah and then you look at the bench though Glennie. it's worse <laughs> Corey Waddell, after after spending millions of dollars, the Bulldogs still find a place oh, in the 17 for Corey serious. Waddell of all fucking people. Uh, now look, yeah, yeah, truthful, you know, let's 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 uh, acknowledge that you know the truth here is that the doggies do have some injuries going into that first round. But I mean, so they've got no depth for all so the money they've spent. There is I mean, Manly's not no in full strength lineup. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Manly's not putting up a full strength side either at the moment. I mean, because Brad Parker's still there because they're waiting for fucking uh, Saab to come back before Gary goes to centre. But um, I'm fairly, I'm fairly happy with the, I'm, I'm fairly happy with uh, the the side. I'm fairly happy with the side this this week. I'm happy with the way, just the way things are, the direction things are moving. Um, it's been a breath of fresh air through the place. Flano has obviously been just fucking injecting the boys, you know, every other day, and they're all looking absolutely fucking yoked. Um, and yeah, and then Siebes has given them obviously that benefit of the Harvard education. Uh, so they're going to come out there like these fucking jacked geniuses. And I've uh, got the dogs missing the eighth. Week one, put it on the doggies. Manly scraping in and finishing eighth. Oh, that's, a, that's an improvement, Glenny. I, I appreciate that. It is, I, I know you gave your race car analogy. <laughs> but when you, when you were younger, <laughs> do you ever have that mate that you were going out on a Friday night and it was like, He's just gotten like eight eight different issues of GQ magazine, all two years apart, and gone and bought one thousand dollar piece of clothing from each of them, and he's put it all on together, <laughs> and just looked absolutely like, fucking putrid. Jay, I've always commended you. That's the for Bulldogs being a very fucking well dressed man. So that analogy really does apply to you because you wear some Thank great you. clothes, but underneath the clothes, it's still yes. a cunt. And that is the Bulldogs. 
Well, under under fifty percent. <laughs> is it fifty percent? <laughs> not that typically Look, not near that enough big. for the case for the sake of arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then this week, oh yeah, the doggies gonna uh, they're gonna fucking get it. Yeah, I think I think Manly at right, Manly yeah. at home should beat the Bulldogs. Look, um, how, <clears throat> I I think as long as they can't score, you know, eighteen yeah. to twenty two points yeah. a game from Burton kicking to Fox. <laughs> Yeah, and look, they're going to lose. I I tell you, the lock of the week, I mean, is that they are going to fucking score a try that way. Yeah, because the one, there's one single negative on the entire manly fucking preseason, and it was the play of Christian Tupolotu. Guy's fucking hopeless. There are better options. I can't wait. I mean, yeah, obviously he's got a little bit of tenure, so he's uh, he's going to have the role at least for round one. But once you know, Saab comes back from injury and then they can do the thing where, you know, Rubes moves to centre and stuff like that. Then we're going to see how fucking solidly he has that fucking spot in the, in the side because he's the only he's the only question mark I've got on there. Um, and yeah, and as a result, I think most definitely that Burton kick to Fox is going to yield a try minimum. Yeah. Minimum. That's it. It may be the only points they get and it may be the only way they get points in the game, but it's going to fucking yield points for him for sure. Yep. Uh, the... Cowboys take on the Raiders Saturday afternoon up there at uh, the Abattoir in Townsville. The Cowboys side looking pretty settled. I mean, there was good a good preseason outside of the <laughs> the the absolute laughable first round of the preseason where all the Queensland sides played each other and played out draws. Um, Cowboys sides looking they're they're looking like they stepped off the field last year. I mean, they kept their pieces in place. And, uh, you know, I expect them to back up pretty well this year as well. The Raiders, though, I know we can't buy, you know, read too yeah. much into trials, but they looked fucking hopeless. Wow. Like hopeless across I, I like 160 minutes of trial win, football. I like to read a lot. In, they looked fucking hopeless. Form, and they fucking obliterated the Raiders. Obliterated them. Without Brooks and without... And that's Adam. why the Canberra Raiders are the favourites for the spoon. <laughs> was there a... um? Uh, do you know, well, was there a standing there ovation at any point? Does that count? I'm pretty sure everyone kept their seats. Everyone kept their seats. No, no, no. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've been burned before. Keep a lid on it. There was, they they there was no the, the media story saying Luke now. Brooks is ready yeah. to be unleashed and there was no standing ovation for a trial, trial win. Yes, there was. No, I'm sure there was. No, I'm sure. No, I'm sure there was another but, unleashed uh, one. I reckon the Raiders. Yeah, they're going to slide. They I, have one. I think they're going to finish around eleventh. I think the Cowboys will be top four, uh, finishing. I've got them in fourth spot. Um, and I'm I'm fucking here for the Raiders not being good. Their fans are fucking smug cunts. Mike Stevenson in particular. Yeah. It was a shit couple Oof. of years when yeah, they were, when they were contenders, difficult. wasn't it? Um, but I look forward to the Tigers now continuing yeah. to insert the dominance that they uh, that they uh, now hold over the Raiders after a uh, thoroughly deserved trial win. Yeah, I think that I, th- I think you know, fuck talking about the Tigers because they're not playing this game. On this occasion, we're saying that the Cowboys. I think at home, going to win the game very easily. For the Raiders, especially you consider a Savage is out for, you know, he's got a fractured jaw, so he's out uh, for for 
How long did they, how long did they put on that? Bit. Yeah, four to six weeks at the minimum. Long enough to take yeah. their entire entire season and throw and off a cliff. You know, by the time yeah. he comes back, he's he's a strike weapon yeah. for their attack. And uh, Sebastian uh, Chris ain't that. And yeah, I, I don't um, I don't like the Raiders at all. And I think the Cowboys, as you said, uh, you know, there's a lot of stability there. They've, they've only you know they've only got room to grow from from what they built on uh, built last year. So I think the Cowboys will be a really good side. Mm. I, can I put it to you that that uh, that Sticky has lost it with Danny Levi winning the number nine jersey for round one <laughs> and Starling coming off the bench yeah, in fourteen? That's, that's, that's a fucking struggle. <sighs> yeah. Unless Star, unless, unless he's got a unless he's got a <laughs> scheduled interchange for the fourth minute of the game to bring Starling on. <laughs> and you've got Wolf, you've got Wolford yeah. in the in the extended the squad too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's in the so and he was good. He was good in his in limited opportunities. So you'd think you know, Starling would be your first pick, and then Wolf would be your second um, at worst. And Danny Levi, why you've recruited him in the first place is yeah. fucking bewildering. The Canberra, the Canberra comings and goings in recruitment over the over the this off season on paper, it looks like some of the worst in the entire competition, if not the worst. Losing Sam Williams, Josh Hodson, Adam Elliott, Charles Nickel Clookstart, Ryan Sutton, and bringing in um, Pasami yeah, Solo and rough. Danny Levi, and that's it. That's that's not good reading. <laughs> like, it's pretty ugly, yeah. No, no. Fuck the Raiders. But Fuck also, you know. All the forklifts. crying. No, they're the forklifts. <laughs> oh, they're not the milk anymore. They're the forklifts or something, are they? Yeah, the forklifts. And see, and did you see that Canberra Milk are closing their <laughs> did you see where production, they're going their to last that? production facility in I Canberra did. and moving, <laughs> shifting, it, shifting it to Penrith? <laughs> it's now going to be called 1991 Milk. <laughs> oh, fuck. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, yeah. The uh, Sharkies take on the Rabbitohs on Saturday night at uh, Points Bet Stadium. The Shark side, again, look, they had a pretty good. They had a, a, a pretty good uh, trial they, trial series. They looked they looked like they're fairly settled, I think, and they're probably you know hoping and, and looking like you know they can potentially build on what they did last year. Uh, lineup as well is fairly settled in terms of turnover of the of you know the the the, the first seventeen. Um, Rabbitohs also looking fairly good. Also very settled as well. I expect both of these sides to, you know, potentially contend, you know, be in the top four. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have got the Rabbitohs, you know, stepping up and perhaps... Uh, Oof, I got them, I got them in third. favourites so to yeah, win the comp. Top four, Sharks a little bit lower in sixth. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this game probably more than most others uh, for round one. As you say, both teams are reasonably settled and, and were good teams last year, so... Um, I think Latrell has to be among the favourites for the Dally M. Um, with a you know an off season under his belt and the way that he was playing at the end of last year, so um, I think the Rabbitohs will, will beat the Sharks in round one. As, as ugly as the um, as ugly as the reading was for the Canberra Raiders uh, off season recruitments and losses, the Rabbitohs no. won. They didn't bring anyone in, but. But they lost Mark Nichols, Cody Nicarima, Josh Mansour, yeah. Richie Kenner, and Jackson Paulo. 
So that yeah, is what yeah. that's, that's that's five. A, play, that's a plus five game. See us have had a glow up. Like without. <laughs> they, they really they really have so uh, we'll see what they can do as for the first as for the first week it's tough I think this is probably one of the more um, as, in terms of games consisting of good teams this is one of the more evenly matched games in the first round I think I mean I'm going to favour no, the, the South Sydney Rabbitohs Cronulla I think but yeah yep Next up, the Dolphins take on the Roosters at Suncorp Stadium. The <laughs> Dolphins, well, they gained everyone. <laughs> Lost no one. Like a strong club. Didn't lose a single player. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, ton of turnover with the with the Roosters as well. Losing some people, you know, some some players that have performed very well for them, like uh, like Sam Verrills and SST. Uh, Lachlan Lamb obviously had some great times there as well. Um, but obviously a big signing too with Brandon Smith as well as some plotters like Jake Turpin and Corey Allen but the Dolphins oh, look they weren't great in the trial they had, they had got absolutely fucking caned by the Titans in the second trial game and the first game they played out a draw against uh, was it against the Bronx was it or was it the Cowboys I fucking forget now um, but look I just I think we're going to have to wait and see with the Dolphins a little bit because it's very it's it's really easy to say oh okay you know they're going to be the spoon favourites in a competition but, that includes the St George Illawarra Dragons I say no you know it's just it's just such an unknown though because I mean like their forwards while you know generally on the on the mm. older side are an experienced yeah, group exactly and experienced together. Yeah, that you that you think that you think could lay somewhat of a platform. I mean, Sean O'Sullivan has proved that. I mean, he he's a good halfback. I mean, admittedly, it's a lot easier playing in some systems than others. Yep. But I think Wayne's Wayne Bennett's coaching alone, just, yeah, and as Jerry well Martin, as the experience in the forward pack. I think that those two factors are enough for the Dolphins not to get the spoon. Um, it's also aided and abetted by the fact that I think the Titans and the Dragons are going to be horrible. I've got the Dolphins finishing 15th, but I do have them losing this game by uh, by a fair margin. You think the Titans are going to be worse than the Dolphins? Well, okay. Like, Glenny, you... we, we were talking about this on the member side, though. Like, you know, and, and I know how hard fuck the Dragons, but like Ben Hunt is single-handedly going to drag them to a couple of victories over some some non top yeah. eight teams. Yeah, I agree. You know, he he did it for, he did it for them last year. Like he, he had a career season yeah. last year in terms of his personal form. And I wrapped him every week and, for it. and was Yeah and, and this isn't Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and I don't I don't think I have seen a single player mm. have such an impact on a team in recent memory. You know, the, like there was Jared Haynes' great season where obviously he scored a lot of tries. It was eight That weeks. was fine. That was all athletic ability and all that shit. Like Ben Hunt, he, he physically put that team on his back a bunch of times and dragged them to to wins. I'm not sure the Dolphins have that player. And like we were talking about on the member side we did, that's the key area where I feel let down by the club and its recruitment. Who who are all the kids saying I want that jersey end off? End of list, you know, like the, the 
Well, honestly, the biggest name at that club mm-hmm. is the fucking coach, you know? And so you... Yeah, and I mean, as far as players to get around, I mean, he's really like, you know, maybe the hammer. Maybe. I mean, he's a young, he's a young, a young, good player that hasn't had enough time in his career. Oh, I think to, that's part of the exciting, you know, aspect of, of a yeah. new team. But like, here's the thing. But all, all the fucking like throughout sporting history, kids are kids are throwing rolled up bits of paper into a garbage can and screaming out Jordan or Kobe. They're, they're shadow boxing, going, "I'm Mike fucking Tyson." No, no one's fucking grabbing their granny's ass and passing on shit genetics, going, "I'm Wayne Bennett." Yeah, but I mean, these also, like, I mean, it's, yeah, you're comparing you're comparing the, the the Dolphins here to like. You know the Chicago Bulls and, and the Lakers. I mean, they're the fucking Washington Generals at this point. Well, no, but but that's what remains to be seen. It could be Ray and Stone again. Look, you know? look at any team. Like, who's the worst team? Who's who's the worst team in the NFL? The Cleveland Browns. Traditionally, they said they you know, like the teams teams that are joked about it, like Cleveland Browns and and like the you know, Detroit Lions recently haven't been great. Okay, so who's who's the best player at Cleveland? Fuck. I've switched off from NFL well, like, brain, like who's, bro. Who's, who's their quarterback? It, well, it was Baker Mayfield, but it's Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah, of course, it's fucking what's his name. No, it was Baker Mayfield, but now it's Deshaun Watson, yeah, who 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 was suspended for the start of the season because he had, assault. you know, yeah. sexual sexual assault rape cases on like like 28 rape cases in front of him. And they paid him like a guaranteed contract of hundreds of millions of dollars and he could only play half the season. And when he did start playing again after he was sat out from a man, you know, like a band, yeah. I mean, he, he played like absolute fucking dog shit as well. Fuck. Okay, no, so- one's getting, no one's getting Deshaun Watson jerseys if that's what you're going to That's what I was going to say. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a fucking hot, that's a great fucking example. Fuck your analogy. <laughs> so, okay. Who's, who's the worst team that doesn't have a rapist at quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably getting that into high school or maybe primary schools at this I mean stage. we're talking about the NFL I mean I'm sure there's always someone that's oh, done a little bit of fucking raping Pittsburgh is it what about the quarterback for Pittsburgh I'm well, pretty you know, sure they through a hard no. <laughs> well were you talking about the one this year or the one last year exactly this one last year was a renowned rapist <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of rapists in the NFL. It turns out, <laughs> it turns out, it turns out, it turns out the quarterback position. <laughs> oh, fucking get me a Ray Stone jersey. Fuck's but sake. It, you know who's 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 that player on the field? You know, look look across everyone that they've got. Is you know, is there anyone there that you've seen play and you're like, yeah, fucking, he's the guy. When shit's hard. Mm. He's the guy that will pull him with him. Yeah, no, that that player so, has to emerge for this this side through it. the course of the, through the course of the season. Look, my expectations for the the Dolphins are low. Um, my expectations for them for this year and Wayne Bennett's is, is he's he's only got him this year, right? Before he hands over to Christian Wolf, he hands over after one year or two years. Does he? Yeah, he's handing him over, but um, yeah, it's like they, they got the succession thing in place. Um, look, my so far. My expectations are low, but there's one aspect that I, I do have high hopes for them, and they are exceeding my expectations so far. And that is Wayne's, Wayne's aura and legacy of sitting up here in Brisbane again, fucking the Broncos, and he signed away Herbie Farnworth and uh, and Flegler over the last week. And so I think so far, they are ahead of schedule. 
on Wayne fucking the Broncos. Yeah. And so if he can continue to strip some fucking players out of them and just be a general pain in their ass, that's that's a that's a win for twenty twenty three. How instrumental do you reckon he was to sending Adam Reynolds to Brisbane? Just as we've discovered this newfound passion he has for completely butt-fucking that club. Yeah, look, I, th- I don't think that he would consider Reynolds, you know, Renault being like a, sending him there as like a liability. For three years he would. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a fucking long game. But as we do know that Wayne does think these things through and he does hold a grudge. So, look, it's possible. Um, Roosters, of course, uh, should be extremely, probably the, probably the heaviest... Favorites of the weekend, I think they'll probably Wolf takes over in twenty twenty five. I hope they're not, but like I'd like, yeah. Okay, for the Dolph for the Dolphins' sake, you know, I don't want them to get fucking absolutely slaughtered in their first game. Yeah, that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Roosters will uh, cruise to a. a Remember uh, last time Wayne Bennett was at the helm of a club fresh and new and just unwrapped into the competition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did have like they, they were like the the Queensland team, though. Pretty, I mean, Stark, he brought um, he brought them all home. The roster for the Dolphins. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you know, I, I I don't think that we're going to see. I don't think that you know the, we're going to unearth the next batch of Queensland Origin greats from uh, you know, like Hammer. Presumably, will make the side and go on and have a career. I don't think Jermaine Isako is going to particularly <laughs> trouble no the selectors come over. origin time. I think, I think that the, I think that he'll give more trouble to the selection panel of Wayne Bennett and Christian Wolf <laughs> than he does the state of some sleepless selectors. nights for the Q Cup coach. Um, now, <laughs> yes, that's right. The West Tigers versus the Gold Coast Titans. They are complete round one of season 2023. Playing at the... Well, look, let me set it up. You've brought back spiritual icons of the club. The coaching triumvirate. Machinius. Passing on his skill and wisdom to Benji, who is ably assisted by Robbie Farah. They're playing at Leichhardt Oval, just the spiritual two home. Seats, mate. Just gonna, I'm just going to go grab a cold spoon. It's an emotional... Just a teaspoon. <laughs> just a little one. <laughs> it's an emotional... <laughs> oh, isn't it what? It's an emotional big moment for the club. So will it no, be like Tommy Radonikus' fucking tributes? I just think which that are all, probably the last big the games of the club both, And it's going to be an interesting watch. Uh, to watch you both dramatically change your perception and your understanding of the West Tigers as a club. Uh, and I think it starts on Sunday at 6.15pm when I see the playing out, destroying the fucking Titans for 80 minutes and running off. That's that's how I see it playing out. Um, but this is a new era, it's a new day, it's a new dawn. Uh, it's 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 the golden era for the club, and we'll look back generations from now and say 2023 was the year where you know people were forced by me to eat their fucking words that they've been happily trotting out for fucking better part of two decades now. 
the tables. How yeah, the turntables. You'll all be laughing on the other side of your faces by the time October rolls around. And we'll look back and say, well, we've had another shit year. Okay, but we, At least we won in round one. <laughs> because I'll go, I'm gonna say you've got you've got you know a couple a couple of new arrivals. Charlie Staines oh, got absolutely not. fucking impregnated in your first trial game to the surprise of absolutely no. <laughs> absolutely impregnated. There was there there was someone on the Facebook group that had the opportunity to like call it and they they said oh he got like impregnated <laughs> and aborted at the same time. And and if and if that have just if that have just typed in preg boarded, that would have been hashtag of the year, fucking hands down. Now, how do you how do you think well, Moffat's going to back up look, after he's, uh, he's his, back his first a, ever finals a wealth campaign? Of knowledge, wealth of experience, um, and he'll he'll pass that on to his teammates, and and the club will be better for it. Uh, I expect him to to no longer bemoan the efforts of his A and his B defenders. I think he'll. Uh, We'll take them under his wing, like the experienced, high-level tier one winger that that he is. Um, Dewey at six, Brooks at seven, Appy at nine, Dane Dana, the number one jersey. What a fucking spine! Stop it! Look, it's an absolute. It's. It, I mean, bringing bringing Appy bringing Appy into the side is obviously huge. Yeah. Also, uh, getting rid of Tamau as well, huge. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, and while I'm not going to, you know, I'm, you know I'm, fall in I'm, love with David Clemmer, I mean, he's a f- fucking miles yeah. ahead of. I'm willing of to give David Clemmer the benefit of the doubt. I don't know that I was a um, massive fan of the signing, but um, definitely a big fan of. No, yeah, he wasn't happy. At, he wasn't happy at the Knights though, too. So I mean, how I'll he plays you, in a happy home, like that. That was one thing that you guys definitely need was somebody who, when you're behind. You know, like if it's a, a close game for the Tigers and they're behind by 30 and there's seven minutes to go, someone that will really fight. fucking rev up yeah. and try and put yeah. dumb, fake, well, tough, nothing, like fake we, tough man hits the, on people, that's what you need. very, yeah. very focused. That, that's the key to success for on you. On representing the Campbelltown area and the western suburbs of Sydney as a whole. Um, and, you know, starting fights for no apparent reason is is definitely part of that. Um, excited to see Sean Bloor get a starting spot. He's uh, he's had a rough trot with injuries. He's, a, he's an absolute talent, and I'm excited to, to hopefully see him play out a full season healthy. Oh, he's the fucking you. Charlie Staines of forwards. Ignorance. You are celebrating Fuck your own <laughs> ignorance now, which is just sad. Um, oh, you are celebrating Tigers our sloppy seconds. By 30 on a glorious... Fucking, glorious you're the Aldi, you're the Aldi Bulldogs. At least Dane, at least at least Dane will have Dane will have someone <laughs> to fucking cosplay Penrith with. As, <laughs> as the sun sets over Leichhardt Oval, it will also set on the Titans season. They will not recover from the absolute fucking beating they are. In Look, store the thing for. about the Titans is the the, the Titans have absolutely. Upgraded at nine for the first time in fucking ages. Yeah. They've and actually they got like one. a nine. Yeah, they didn't have one. They've got a leg- they've got a legitimate player in nine now. Yep. But then they've taken a backward step. I mean, I know they say that Tanner Boyd played better and 
and you know, won the won the seven. I mean, but mm. I just don't think sticking him with Kieran Foran is the answer. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know why they didn't persist with. Yeah, I think Sexton's a much better player to, yep, to I play. Don't, I don't rate next either to Foran of them. Yep. Than, uh, than Tanner Boy. There's too much of similar. Yeah, um, I mean, you got you got to choose one though, right? So. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Nate. <laughs> so you're saying they should run out in six, with 16 players, Glenny? I, I do no say, seven I, I do think Glennie disapproves. Foran will have a big right. year. Uh, I think he, <laughs> yeah, I think he's a he's a professional and... He'll have a Ben Hunt of a yeah. year being the best player in the shit team. I hope, I hope he yeah. has a better post-manly year than last year. He was a slippery slope. Well, yeah. I mean, last time was like, yeah. Pokies and fucking season career and the injuries. Yeah, that's it. So. Yeah. But um, in this game though, Glenny, I'm going to put the kiss of death on the West Tigers. They're going to do it for fucking Tommy. They're going to do it for Shenius. I'm, I'm going to do it tip, for Robbie. I'm going to tip the Tigers as well. I agree Can't with you both. I've got the Titans they finishing 16th and I've got the Tigers finishing 7th of the year and it'll all start with this game. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not used. To, I'm not used to this. Uh, I'm not used to this whole new fucking uh, seventeen team competition. Because when you said you had the Titans finishing sixteenth, yeah. I was like, oh, "What? You had the Dragons last, didn't you?" No, no, that's right. Seventh. Seventh. Okay. You say, um, did you say seven? Conservative. He said seven. Kind of. Okay. I've called them right, to be so, undefeated. So I'm just going to quickly cast my own competition. Hang on a second. Hang on. We, we've, got, we've got eels, storm, panthers. Manly, Cowboys, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Roosters. I'm having trouble finding... Oh, my God. You know what that means? <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. My top eight. Number nine. My top eight. And I've Number done my, re- I've done I'm my having, research I'm having and trouble. I've come prepared. I'm having trouble finding Roosters, eight teams. Roosters, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Cowboys, Storm, Sharks, Nathan. Tigers, Manly. That's yeah. my top eight. Hey. Glenn, Glennie <laughs> identifies as the Tigers being in the eight. <laughs> well, you know, we we must re- we must respect that hashtag That's respect it. round. Yep. Um, I'll get on the phone to fucking Josh Aloyer and make sure that he's on board. Tell him to come and, up and mow um, my lawn. Yeah, we'll res- we'll respect that, Glennie. Tell him to come Should up. We respect that you identify as Tigers in seventh. Fuck, Glennie, you're lucky. There's nothing in the Bible about dumb cunts, eh? <laughs> <laughs> We shall see. Life it up now. Fucking bring it on. This is going to be. This is going to be a fucking great year for me. Tigers in seventy says. All right. I tell you what. I've started off. Scored a a try at touch football training last night. It was fucking glorious. Actually, I. And how'd the universe treat you? How'd the universe treat you for that? What'd they do to the game tonight? Yeah, it wasn't my game tonight. It wasn't washed my it game. Out. It was <laughs> they washed it man. out, mate. <laughs> oh, they punished the son for the sins of the father. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, um, before we wrap up, uh, we've got the tipping comp going again. If you're in the tipping comp last year, you're going to be in the tipping comp again this year. All we re- like, all we do is just change the name, increment it by one year, and ch- anytime we mention the year, we just fucking take it up one. And sometimes we forget, and it still says 2022. But you know, whatever. Um, if you're in it last year, you're in it now. If you were not in the t- in the tipping comp last year, 
footytips.com.au forward slash comps forward slash twill, T-W-I-L, 2023. Fucking easy. It's in the Facebook group. We'll paste it around the other spots as well. Get in there and... Uh, that's basically it. I don't have anything else really to. No, say. We, we, we don't have any fucking. Well, there's no rule changes this year. No new interpretations. Is I mean, it? I don't think they've signed the CBA yet. So I'm not. You know, I, I guess I, I think they're in, in in principle at the moment. They're going to right. Yeah. Look, I don't think they still have don't, that. Have they? Don't don't fucking get me started. Don't next be, week. That'll be a whole other fucking episode. Do it on the member side. Speaking of member sides. Patreon.com forward slash Twill Nation. Tons of tears, extra content each and every week, plus gear, merch, etc. And also priority access to meetups and stuff at like your magic rounds, grand final weekends, and so on and so forth, including some uh, some Patreon exclusive time where you can uh, press the flesh with Glenny, air your grievances. Give me this, right fucking kicking. This year expanding what we're doing on Patreon as well. So there's uh, a, a whole bunch of diff, different topics and episodes that we'll be covering. So if, you, uh, if you've if you actually ever wanted to be taught how to cook by Nate, to be actually physically, like you're in the room with him. Like that scene from fucking <laughs> Ghost, except, from, except without a fucking pot. Except it's, it's a fucking it's a hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking righteous brothers playing as he gently kneads the flesh. Then, um... Because I'm a ghost because fucking James Roberts killed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Fucking get into Patreon. That shit's great. I love yep. being on them and I learn heaps from them so you guys all love them too. Nice one. And uh, on that note, bring on uh, season 2023. And uh, I hope all of your fucking wishes and dreams for your side come true. Obviously, not everyone can be right. Not everyone can get what they want. Oh, but but enjoy, enjoy this week where anything is possible. Exa- exactly. Kevin it's, it's Garnett the, week. The point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. That's it, boys. Wrap it up. We, fucking, uh, we, we pretty much nailed the timing. We're on the clock tonight. Pretty much nailed it. That's about how long episodes are going to be. Get used to it. Put it in your planner, in your calendar. Lock it in, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you for recaps after the games. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.